Hello, I'm Pam Burrows, People Booster, here to cheer you up, calm you down and stop you going pop. Welcome to the Burnout Buster podcast, episode 22. Two little ducks to help you shed the stress. And today, we're going to be exploring great expectations. Yes, we're exploring great expectations, but not the Dickens novel. We are looking at the great expectations you place upon yourself. But before we do that, we're going to do some letting go. And it's even more appropriate in this particular subject to be doing some letting go. And I'll explain why later. But first, let's just do some letting go. So if where you are, it's possible to do a little bit of movement. So not if you're driving or operating machinery and probably not if you're in a public place, unless you don't care if people are staring at you. We're going to do something called camel ride. So if you've ever seen yoga or done yoga, you might be familiar with cat-cow where you're on all fours and then you arch your spine and then you dip your spine. So you go from arch to dip as you're breathing. And it's very, very good to get the spine lubricated, to create youth, youthful flexibility in the spine. But also, particularly at the moment, you might find that you're in one particular position, maybe at a desk or in the car or doing a particular piece of work that you stay in the same position for long periods of time. And so what we're doing here is we're doing something called a counter pose. We're um, bending the spine one way and then the other way, and we're bringing that flexibility in that uh, if we don't do, causes all kinds of problems like pulled muscles, slip discs and whatnot. So let's let's do this. So it's a bit like cat-cow, which you would do on all fours, but we're going to do it just sitting or lying down wherever you are. So the idea is you push your chest forward, so you're arching your spine forwards, and then you curl your back like you're creating a little turtle shell. And then you keep repeating that process. Then what we're doing also is as you push your chest forward, you're opening up the lungs, you're opening up the rib cage, and you're taking a nice breath in. And as you curl into a turtle, you're breathing all the way out. And then just keep repeating that, preferably breathing in and out through the nose because that elongates the breath and brings relaxation into the body. If your nose is a bit stuffed up, feel free to breathe through the mouth. And you're arching forward as you breathe in curving the spine into a little shell as you breathe out. You can do it a little faster, you can do it a little slower. Just notice how it feels for you. Breathing in, breathing out, doing it at the pace that feels right for you. And if you want to, you can continue to do that whilst we do the next bit, whilst we're looking at great expectations. So let's talk about those great expectations. Why am I using the word great? It's because I'm coming across so many people at the moment who are juggling so many things, struggling with the background stress of the pandemic, struggling with the stresses and pressures on them, both personally and professionally. 
And what a lot of people are doing, and I'm still seeing it now all these months on, that people are still expecting so much of themselves, expecting themselves to still be operating at the same level. Now, this is also apparent in people who absolutely know this stuff, people who even teach this stuff, that they're still expecting themselves to work at the same rate they would do normally when they weren't homeschooling children or coping with staff who are going off sick with stress, um, just juggling and managing all of the above as well as all the, all the stuff you'd normally do and all the extra stuff. So if you're listening to this thinking, yeah, yeah, I understand all of that. I've, uh, I've definitely reduced the amount of things I'm expecting myself to do. Just have another look at it. And if you are kind of at the back of your mind somewhere, you feel like running away, screaming, having a go at somebody. If there's a sense of overwhelm, a sense of frustration, or maybe even being cross at people who ask you to do things, feeling like you're being pecked at by little birds all over. Um, I use that strange analogy because that's how I felt last week. I, I planned too much in my diary. I'd fell foul of the very things I talk about to you. And I felt like I was being pecked at all over all of the pecks or the requests were coming from people that I'd invited to work with me. You know, I'd made promises to and needed to keep those promises. And not The fault was not with the little birds. The fault was with me feeling overwhelmed because I'd basically uh, stacked too much into the week. So we need to keep a tab on that. We need to start noticing what are we setting up because it can very easily seem that the... You know, that one more person asks you to do something or reminds you of something that you said you would do. It's really easy to be very irritated with that person. Be like, how dare you? Can't you see how busy I am? You might not say that out loud. That might just be going on in your head. But you're kind of really feeling so overwhelmed and that people are pushing all your buttons. And then if you actually stop and think, it's because you didn't plan the gaps you overstretched yourself over promised over promised and under delivered and so it's really about that becoming a message it's another little red flag remember the red flags that let us know that we're, we're getting a bit close to burnout or certainly at burnout risk so when we start to spot those little red flags earlier like the irritation like the feeling like everybody's uh, everybody wants a piece of you all of those things are clues that we've been over committing ourselves. So it's about clawing back those expectations. Stop thinking you can do everything for everyone all of the time because that just really isn't possible. And then thinking about how are you going to do that? So how are you going to be able to say no? And I've got other podcasts that you can listen to on how to say no without feeling guilty and uh, without them feeling cross with you. So you know, how are you going to say no? How are you going to plan your diary? And one of the things that I find more helpful than anything is I put something in my diary that um, I just decide isn't going to move. And um, sometimes I'll write, in fact, I'm going to, I'm just going to pick up my phone right now. I'm just going to uh, get one up as a, as a little example. So next week, for instance, I've got quite a busy week. So in an afternoon where I haven't got much on, I need to keep that clear because otherwise, you know, I will have steam coming out my ears. And so 
in the afternoon, the one free afternoon of that week, I've put well-being resides here, mental, physical and emotional well-being. So that's just to remind myself. And sometimes I'll write things like, um, <laughs> here's one. I've coloured it in red in my digital diary. Don't even think about booking something in here, Pam. <laughs> even used my own name. So, so I've got these things in my diary where in the moment of overwhelm, I would just be cross with myself thinking, why didn't I keep this space clear? You know, I'm feeling ill. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. I'm irritable. I'm not eating. You know, I'm craving sugar and stuff because I'm, you know, kind of my, my energy's slumping. Why have I got myself into this situation? So if I'm, if I'm able to be that cross with myself in the moment, instead of being kind in my mind, which is part of the care model, then um, I can do that in advance in a much kinder, more supportive way. So I put it in my diary. Hey, you really need the space here. And I say the things that I need to hear when I'm about to squeeze something in the diary, because I'll tell you something, when I squeeze things in the diary that don't really fit, I know, I know when I'm putting it in. Do you, do you notice that feeling? I don't know. For me, it's a, it's a kind of, oh, in my stomach when I'm squeezing something in. I know in that moment I'm squeezing too much in. So if in that moment I've got that, oh, feeling, and there's a message in my diary that says, mm -mm, don't even think about it then I was kind of like, oh, yeah. It's like my future self is thanking my present self for, for not cramming too much in. So just a few ideas, really, of how to change the expectations that you put upon yourself. And then, you know, kind of it's really all of the things that I talk about, the care model, which is being kind in your mind, acknowledging the good stuff, being realistic with your time and your energy, and uh, making sure that you refuel your energy, the C-A-R-E of the care model. When I talk about burnout, all the things that I talk about when I'm talking about well-being and stress reduction are encompassed in this, in this one thing, really, of your great expectations. What is it that's pushing you to cram too much in? Can you be kinder in your mind when you're looking in your diary so that you look at that kindly looking at the diary going mm, there isn't much space there you probably wouldn't ask somebody to squeeze that much into their diary so show yourself the kindness you would show to others have a look at that day or that week and whatever you're planning in and think how would you do that kindly for someone else how do you acknowledge the a of the care model how do you acknowledge what it is that you've achieved already so that whole thing about expectations, you know, acknowledging what you've already achieved and acknowledging how difficult the circumstances are can help you to stop overstretching, overpromising, and then, you know, either under under delivering to the person you made the promise to or under delivering to yourself. You know, you say too many yeses and you're also at that moment, you're saying no to yourself, to your own health, whether that's about no time left for some fun or no time left for you to be healthy to sleep well to do all those other things so when we say yes too often we're saying no to something that really matters to us without even realizing it and then you might get cross and irritable that you've done that when it comes to so when we're thinking about 
the expectations we set. We need them to be kind. We need them to acknowledge the circumstances. We need to be realistic about what we're expecting ourselves to do in the context that we're in. And we need to be careful that we're looking after our energy. When is, when is it that you're going to eat well, hydrate, take a rest, get good sleep? How are you going to find joy? How are you going to plan all of that stuff in? So what's really important is that you don't kind of think, oh, yeah, I've been overstretching myself work-wise and I need to also get all this health and well-being and fun stuff in as well. I need, I need my own time. And actually, you're trying to add more in rather than to say, where am I going to create the spaces? So that's, that's the key message, really, of all the things I've said so far about this particular subject of your expectations upon yourself. It's about thinking to yourself, how do I create the space? Not how do I fit more in? How do I try and balance everything? Just how do I create the space? And have a look at how you're going to do that. You might even want to have an accountability buddy. So to say to somebody, look, can you sit down with me virtually or um, even, you know, send them a screenshot of your diary or however you want to do it, chatting on the phone while you're chatting about, I don't know if this is more important than that. Um, but find a way to prioritize and to plan in a way which is realistic and healthy. So you're getting that balance. Basically, what are you going to stop doing? What are you going to create a space with? And the more you do it, the easier it will become and it then becomes a habit. So to start with, it might feel a little bit tricky. Now I'm going to do a little thing. I'll ask you to do a little thing right now. So um, if you've if you're able to, if you if you've got your hands free, is to um, clasp your hands. You know how you um, interlock your fingers. So um, the uh, fingers are alternately, and then just notice which way you've done that. So you might have done it in a way where your when you look at the thumbs crossed over that your left thumb is on the top or you might have done it slightly differently and so that your right thumb is on the top. But whichever whichever way you've done it, I'd like you to, to just note that that's the way that you've done it and then unclasp the hands, so create a space and then move them one finger along. So now the opposite thumb is on the top and just notice how that feels. Does it feel a bit weird? Does it make you want to put it back to the way that you would automatically do it? Okay, so put it back the way that you had it to start with. Ah, that feels much more comfortable. Now, what does this tell us about changing our habits? Well, it tells us that you can do it, but it feels a bit weird. So now what I want you to do is unclasp your hands and clasp them the wrong way, or the second way you did it, and then reclasp them the first way and the second way and the first way and the second way. So you keep clasping your hands, but you're leaving a different thumb on top each time unclasp and clasp moving it along and then back again so that the thumbs take it in turns to be on top so we completely can keep i can't multitask while i'm doing this with my hands at the same time so we keep doing it keep doing it keep doing it and then in a moment we're going to stop and when we stop i want you to stop with the wrong or the second option thumb on the top so stop now does this feel quite as weird as it did the very first time you did it? I hazard a guess that it's not quite as weird as it was the first time. And if I offered you an incentive, if I said I will pay you to get used to, for that to be more familiar than the first one was, 
you probably would over time if that benefit were were good enough you would probably do that so changing our habits what what is the benefit what could be the incentive well it's your own well-being it's your, the the length of your life and the quality of your health it's the amount of joy you get in life the amount of room you have for creativity and fun and to to just enjoy it kick back and and chill out all of those things so when we're thinking about changing our habits, whether they're uh, physical habits of eating well, hydrating, moving more, getting out into nature more, or mindset habits, the things that are going on in your head, whatever they are, the more we do it, the more that is going to form a new habit and become the thing that feels most comfortable doesn't mean you won't fall off the wagon and go back to an old habit from time to time but that's why I like doing these podcasts and all the other things that I provide you know videos on YouTube and online courses and um, the Monday motivation message all of those things because we all need reminders we all need to kind of keep topped up and uh, and get back to those those habits that do us the most good okay so have a think about what you're expecting yourself to do. And you are a superhero. You are doing amazing things. You are doing the best you can in difficult circumstances. And then you could have a look at what you're expecting of yourself for the rest of today, for tomorrow, for the rest of the week, for next week. Think ahead. If you look into your diary and you think, I can't create any spaces for this week because it's crammed full. If it's still crammed for next week, if it's still crammed for the week after, Go as far as you need to go to find the first week where you get to choose because there's nothing, well, maybe not nothing, but there's not as much in it and start to create the spaces ahead of time. When you get to that day, because that day will come, you will thank yourself for it. So however far in advance it might be that you have that space for breathing, for healing, for just kind of even just allowing for the unexpected. You'll thank yourself when you get to it. And when that becomes a habit, it will feel really weird when you are kind of running at uh, 110% again. Remember, 110% isn't actually possible. That 10% comes from your health, your sleep, your patience or something. You'll, you'll get into debt with that 110%. So just notice what you've actually got the capability for and expect the best but no more than the very best you can with what you've got. <sighs> well, I feel quite relaxed thinking about all the space that you might create in your day, in your week, in your month, in your year. And so we're just going to finish off with a little bit of uh, visualization. So mm, let's do some of that. So get as comfortable as you can wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And if it's safe to do so, just gently close your eyes. And for the first few moments, just have a look at the inside of your eyelids. You might be able to see perhaps an imprint of whatever you were looking at or the light that was coming in just before you closed your eyes. You might be able to see different colours. I'm just doing it now along with you. And it's kind of quite orangey and lots of reddish kind of autumny colours. And there's movement as well. And if I kind of tighten my eyes a little bit, kind of squint, squeeze, squeeze my eyes shut, that changes the colours and the patterns and the movement. So 
So it's a, it's just something you can do if you find it hard to completely relax and switch off. You just kind of close your eyes, but give yourself something to do while your eyes are closed. It might just help you to stay focused. And then begin to breathe in and out a little longer, a little deeper than you were. <sighs> in and out through the nose, if that's comfortable for you. And then let's think about a stage. I want you to imagine in your mind's eye a stage. And on that stage is a golden spotlight shining down. It's almost warm like the sunshine as it shines down a big golden circle onto the floor of the stage. And I want you to walk all the way up there. Get yourself in the center of the stage. Step right into that spotlight. And imagine that you can almost feel the warmth of that like sunshine on your head. Feeling that shine of that spotlight. This spotlight is on you in order to start to recognize what you're already achieving. Let's imagine that there is a COVID safe audience applauding you for all the little things, all the challenges you've come through. There's an announcer who's describing all of the amazing things about you, those little traits and characteristics that you don't really think anything of, but all the things people compliment you on, that you shrug off. All of those things now are being presented to you, all of the good things. And that wonderful, warm, shiny spotlight is highlighting just how amazing you are. Just enjoy it. We're just pretending. You don't have to feel embarrassed or shy or showing off or any of that. You can just step right into it and enjoy it just for a few moments, acknowledging all that you've done, all that you are, everything about you that's worthy of note. And there is plenty of it because often you dismiss the little things, the little wins, the little achievements, the things that come easy to you because you're good at them that somebody else might find tricky. So in that moment, you are more than good enough. Breathe in that sense of achievement. Soak up that golden glow of the spotlight and just enjoy. You don't have to be thinking that it's about being better than somebody else. It's not a competition. It's just your turn, your turn to realize how amazing you are. Breathing that feeling in and if it feels good, you might want to take one hand and grip the wrist of the other hand to anchor that feeling so that you can access it anytime you want to. And just enjoy that glow. The glow of you being more than good enough. Enjoying just how amazing you are. And yes, sometimes you can exceed expectations. But what we shouldn't do is make the expectations exceed us. Be realistic and then feel the happiness and the satisfaction of having achieved it. And then allowing that to all settle, releasing the hands, raising the arms above the head. Have a big stretch as if you've just woken up in the morning. Take a deep breath in 
And a big sigh out. Ah, and you might want to roll your shoulders, ease your head and neck out. Ah, and just bring yourself to a place of calm. Ah, if you haven't already, you can open your eyes and realign yourself to wherever you are right now. And put a little smile on your face. Because you are amazing. Sometimes we forget. Okay, so that's all from me for today. Remember, on the last Monday of the month, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Pamborough's People Booster, doing a live stream of a beautifully pampering, relaxation, rejuvenating spawn. I have a little bit of new material for you this time. So um, the last Monday of the month between 6.30 and 8 on YouTube Live, um, but if you find me on Eventbrite, you can get yourself a ticket to make sure that you've got all the preparation information and access to the recording, which is a little easier if you've got the link. So hopefully you will access that. Ah, now I need to make an apology because over the last few months, I have had a broken link that links my website to my um, email list. So if you've signed up for my Monday motivation message over the last six months or so, please, 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 if you would still like to receive it, please go back to the website pamburrows.com. At the bottom of every page, you'll see there's a sign up for the email message. And please sign up again, because although I've got somebody who's mended the link for me, we haven't been able to access all the ones that have been missed in the meantime. I'm really sad about that. Um, so if that's if that includes you, then please do sign up again. And uh, I'll ensure you that the, the li link now works. So you'll be getting your next message in the forthcoming Monday. So thanks for listening. Thank you to my Feel Good Club, Stacey, Deb, Val, Mia, Carol and Emma, who are meeting me every week for Wellbeing Wednesday. And if you want to know about Wellbeing Wednesday or anything else, if you need some boosts for your team, then please email me, pam at pamburrows.com. And just let me know what you think of the podcast, even. That would be nice to know. In the meantime, my darling, you may have great expectations of yourself. Just please also make them realistic and look after your very precious self. Mm -hmm.